I'm just gonna tell you guys we're recording now. I don't have to Perfect. Be with you guys. Bro, like, let me. This is it. Let me tell you For a little reals. something about freaking monsoon seasons. Bro, tell I me about to... monsoon seasons. So apparently there's a thing called monsoon seasons. And it affects desert areas, and we have to freaking okay. drive through that for ten hours through a. Month. Oh my god, poor you! It was incredible. It was by far one of the most amazing things that I've ever done in my life. Tell me about your life, Uno. Yeah, it's crap. So let me continue to tell me about mine. It was so great. I had to uh, drive <laughs> through all that mess, and it was raining, and it was thundering and lightninging. And and scaring, it was crazy, dude. It was for real. Oh my god, poor you, dude. <clears throat> oh, good for you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no, but for real, did you uh, did you, were you pulled over for speeding at all, dude? Not this time, bro. And that is like by far one of the most terrifying things that has ever happened to me, and that I like I never want to happen again. When you cross into Arizona, regardless of which other state you're kind of crossing into, dude, Arizona is wild, dude. Like, there are literally cops within, like... A lot of them go around here. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously, dude. It is, like, red sash free. Hey, yeah, but a lot of go around here. (laughs) (laughs) Hear me? A lot of time. Yeah. Uh, You're not from around here, are you? It's all I clans out there, dude. It is, <laughs> it is wild, dude. It is crazy. But driving through Arizona, you got to be like on your tippy toes, dude. Uh, hey, boy. Hey, boy. You're far from home, aren't you? Hey, boy. <laughs> Bro, did I tell you guys that I almost got like they almost wanted to take me to jail for driving? Why don't you go ahead and recall that incident, please? Yes. Eighty-eight miles per hour on my last drive to New Mexico. Dude, Go. so not this, not because we just came back from there. Hi, everybody, by the way. We just came back from uh, a trip, which is why you didn't hear our voice or my voice last week. Um, but Hi, everybody. Shut up and let Javi tell his story. Go. <laughs> <laughs> so I was on my way to New Mexico one year, and, uh, you know, I was, I was cruising, right? We were in a, in a fairly new car, so I was also trying to get used to the gas and everything, just kind of pushing it a little bit. So I was driving, and this is, like, based on what the officer who pulled us over told me. I was driving... 88 miles per hour in a 75 mile per hour zone. Okay, it's because it's like there's portions of Arizona where it's 75 miles per hour, the speed limit. Um, so he stopped me at 88 miles per hour and he told me verbatim, and I quote, Law don't go around here. No, just kidding. No, he told me that uh, anything over 85 miles per hour is considered. Uh, a felony because your car then is a deadly weapon. Dang, so at, at that point, I was committing a crime for driving that quickly, and at his own discretion, could have taken me to jail if he wanted to in that moment. Because again, I was wielding a deadly weapon uh, by driving my car over eighty-five miles per hour or something like that. So he he and and he's telling me all of this while he exited <laughs> me from the car. He asked me to to step out of the, Jay, the vehicle. Jay, you didn't say, but sir, what about these guns? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I should have. Dang, he, he would have taken you to jail. He would. I know. <laughs> He'd be like, "That's so stupid." I'm taking you to jail now. I know, dude. But I think what it was is that, like, he. I think he. 
He honestly saw because I didn't have anyone in my passenger seat because Christina was sitting in the back with Hazel. So I think he kind of like glanced over and saw that I was like with them too, which I think kind of softened his position a little bit. Uh, and he was like, you know, just be careful. I'm going to clock you in at like 80 at like 80 or something like that so that, you know, you don't have to pay double the fine or something. Uh, but basically he did me the favor of one, not shooting me, and then two, not taking me to jail. Um, so that was a plus uh because if not um you know i'd probably be dead but arizona everybody don't drive through there <laughs> just don't do it well don't drive while, while being brown <laughs> i mean there's that too i guess yeah. um that's crazy i, I want to buy those hoodies that have like the like the face of like a white person on it so that it wouldn't affect me as much but yeah, that was crazy. But thankfully, this trip didn't have any of that. I would 100% like take all these monsoons that I drove through as opposed to going through that police uh, incident again. Bro, it uh, would be easy, I think, uh, to, to remedy that, dude. Just have a red MAGA hat in your car. Yeah, I guess so, probably. Just, maybe. just have it with you and you're, you're good. It would be like one of those secret society things where I just kind of like, just kind of like wing my eye and just yeah. be like, brother. Man. And then just like, and it'd be, be like, like, oh, go, go ahead. Mega. Yeah. <laughs> it'd be like one of those, um, mm. it would be like one of those, uh, what's it called? Uh, Hell Hydra situations. Yeah, yeah. You just kind of like, like reach in like very like, mega. Blue, just be like, oh, okay, okay. Blue lives Go ahead, matter. sir. Blue go lives ahead. matter. <laughs> that's, that's crazy. Yeah, man. But thankfully, I mean, we, we made it back safely, so. That's good. Well, why don't we start off the show right, dude? Welcome, everybody, to a brand new episode of The Beta Report. I have one of your co-hosts. I'm the Khan. Khan! This time, I didn't have to use the little clip like I did last week. Because we got Jay back. Yo, what up, what up? You know, Jay, we missed up, the uh, we uh, missed your um, reggaeton horn, too. Oh, dude. They're on deck. At, <laughs> at any moment, they can just go off. Go. Nah, bro. That's <laughs> happened. Organically. Okay, organically. Uno. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, the strongest man on the podcast is back. <laughs> strongest podcaster. Are we sure he's the strongest podcaster? <laughs> like, seriously. I don't know, dude. Like, come on. What do you I have, know, dude? I mean, I got I got muscle bomb on my side, dude. <laughs> <laughs> instant, instant. Yeah, there you go, there dude. It is. <laughs> instant results. I wish people could see how your muscle's growing right now, dude. <laughs> while using CBD muscle bomb. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy, guys. All right, guys. Strongest Paul. Look like the rock. <laughs> <laughs> I train my body for every role that I make. Bro, That's Udo. for every podcast episode, he trains his body in a different way, dude. I was thinking about what what Uno was saying, dude, and I think Uno's spot on, man. I mean, like for reals, he's the, he's the most lovable loser, man. And I couldn't stop thinking about that. I was like, damn, Uno's right. All his other movies are like trash in some way, but then he's got like a couple of them, but not as many as you would think. You know what I mean? So I just thought it was crazy. I was like, dang, he's he's right about that. But can we make the argument that he's like the best piece of trash? 
that, that we I mean, have. I don't know. He's trash. I said the movies are kind of trash sometimes. Well, that's what I mean. Like he's the best part of those like piece of trash movies. Uh, I don't think that's like we can't we can't deny that, right? Hey, who did I call the most lovable loser? The Rock, Rock. homeboy. Yeah, <laughs> he's like I throw that out so much. I didn't know who it was. I know he's like he said it with so many people. Yeah, guys, I saw a TikTok that said like if you like that was talking about how good it is to insult someone while calling them a Spanish vegetable or fruit. Oh, I saw that. And I just what? thought of <laughs> I saw that Pino farmer. Yeah, bro. He goes, man, yeah, shut up, Pino farmer. Shut up, tomate. Is that the one? Shut up. He's really, Shut up, you naranja. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Shut up, you tomate. Like, to me, that was funny. I was like, yeah, that is funny. Yo, you but a pepino, dude. Dude, Robert Downey out here being the best pepino farmer ever, dude. He did. He what did you the, cilantro? He did the quintessential pepino farmer move, dude. What he did, did. He, No, but uh, you know what? His dad died. He, like, unfollowed all of the MCU people on his uh, Instagram or Twitter or something like that. Yeah, but he did. His dad died. Yeah, dude. The why? What's the story behind that? I don't, I don't know. know but his just, dad died. The, <laughs> bro, stop! Just let, let us tell the story about Robert Downey Jr. Uh, dude, what do we see in it? <laughs> like <laughs> the heck, dude! <laughs> like maybe he was like in a moment of grief, like reevaluating his life, and just like I need to be closer to certain people that care about me, and just like was like I'm just gonna follow these people. You know, he like changed his his profile to a business profile too or something like that. So uh he's only following like certain organizations that he's like really passionate about, apparently. Um There you go. So he's not really following like people anymore. He's not in a it's feud like, with Marvel or anything like that. Maybe, dude. Maybe though. Gotta read the subtext. His his dad read died. Be- <laughs> read between the lines. <laughs> This all makes sense to me. Like his dad died. He's like thinking about mortality and he's like, maybe the the only thing I should care about are like, you know, causes and what I'm doing with my billions and billions <laughs> of dollars. Like, I don't know, dude. It makes sense. Yeah, bro. But what it if? Sense, dude. Yeah, but what if? What if? What, what if? Oh, like what if? What if? Is, is that a segue what if, into the... What if the what next if? episode of Iron yes, Man... Yes, bro, come on. That was like the perfect freaking segue. There is no Iron Man. I mean, how cool is it that we might get Iron Monger, dude? Dun, 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 dun. Iron Monger. da 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 No, but, but um, uh, the What If trailer came out and... I was mesmerized by all these uh, potential stories, like T'Challa being the leader of the Guardians of the Galaxy, Killmonger saving Robert Downey Jr. That all seems really enticing. Ooh. And I think enticing is the perfect word because they did a, like the perfect job of not giving you a lot, but giving you enough to just kind of like draw you in. Even just dropping in like the Captain Carter thing, I'm like, ooh, that was so dope. <clears throat> Um, so I think that this series is going to be incredible. And I love the fact that it's animated too. I think that's, that is pretty awesome because it, it also just opens up the possibilities for seeing some like wild stuff. Sorry. <laughs> the transition music played right away. You were talking to Sorry. 
Oh, it's all good. So, uh, so my thing, my question is really, like, are these, like, actual things happening on different timelines? Or are they just, you know, things that, you know, are, are just questions of what if, really? I know the series is called What If, but that new trailer kind of sounded almost like, it almost seemed like these are things happening on a different timeline. I don't know why I got that feeling off watching that new trailer, but it sort of felt like that. You know, like this is now with Loki, and I know we'll talk about Loki later, but, you know, opening up the multiverse and different variants of different, you know, people. I'm wondering if this is just a, you know, a, a um, what's, what's the word I'm looking for? Just some kind of, you know, a question of what if this happened or does, is it really happening on a different timeline? So, I don't know. I mean, it's interesting. Yeah, I mean, I think it's pretty intentional that this would be things that are actually happening uh, on different timelines because I don't think they would go through uh, showing us or introducing all these different timelines, different dimensions, uh, you know, even the stuff like in WandaVision too, like just all, all this like magic and, and being able to uh, create these nexus events, right? Like, I feel like all that stuff was very intentional to introduce those, even those terms to us with these shows and then like give us this other show that, that deals with those sorts of things. Like I think obviously Marvel doesn't do anything or hasn't done anything so far that is just kind of like left up to chance or just kind of like, Oh yes, this like on a whim or whatever. They're very intentional, very strategic about how they release stuff. So I think it is, dude. I think we're going to see that it's just furthering this idea of timelines and other dimensions. And I think it, like, serves, too, to just kind of perfectly um, showcase, like, the big bad or whatever, that it's no longer threatening, you know, just our present reality or, or it's no longer, like, threatening just our current Avengers, but it's actually, like, all timelines. And that raises the stakes, right? Because after Thanos, obviously, we needed something to raise the stakes you can't have just a regular villain anymore uh so someone to be able to like mess with time and timelines and uh other variations of our heroes i think is is kind of what they're going for now so that's pretty dope i think yeah i thought that was it, i mean it's it's pretty cool to have these other like possible possibilities of you know different characters playing different people like having t'challa as star lord and you know uh, ironmonger <laughs> i don't think no one you guys said Iron Monger, right? I don't think that was said in the show at all, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, I said it because yeah, you... I'm so creative. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, I, I mean, that's actually pretty cool. Iron Monger and stuff like that. That would be actually cool if that was some something. So, Bro, but Iron Monger was already a character, dumb. Uh, that was <laughs> the first freaking... <laughs> dumb? ...in the Iron Man movie. But is, was his name Iron Monger? It was, huh? Yeah. Oh, so, so, you're calling Louis Yeah, dumb? it was, right? Iron Monger? Oh yeah, I was. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, huh, that, huh. I, have to, I have to go back and watch Iron Man, the first one. Freaking Naranka, dude. <clears throat> <laughs> Seriously, dude. So yeah, it looks great. I think uh, it's kind of cool how Disney's doing it, right? Where you have these shows, and a couple weeks later, you're gonna have a new show coming up. And I think it's August 11th on a Wednesday where it's gonna start streaming. So it's kind of cool where it's like you have something forward to once Loki ends, which is only. <clears throat> six episodes next week is the last episode which is crazy then you'll have uh, in a couple weeks you'll have another show so I can't remember off the top of my head right now but have all the Marvel 
show's been six, six episodes so far? No, because Wanda was nine. Oh, okay. uh, and um, uh, what is this? Uh, Falcon, Falcon Soldier was six. Okay. So this is only the other one at six. I'm assuming because the the um, production values are so expensive, they can't do a lot of episodes. And I they mean, might also just be like, this story <clears throat> is this long. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, that could be too. I mean, but why six though? So, uh, so little, you know what I mean? I guess because you yeah. want more. But I, I think it's a combination of both. This is the, the story ends there, but, you know, the, it's, it's so expensive too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, one of the cool things about the What If series too is that they're, all, they're using all the original casts, right? Like their voices. That's what I was about to ask. I wasn't 100%. I didn't look it up, but is it? Characters. Yeah, I think I remember reading somewhere where it said that, like, all the characters are voiced by, like, their, like, the original actors who portrayed them, like, in, in live action. Uh, with Jeffrey Wright, I think. Uh, I know he's doing a watcher. watcher. Yeah, yeah, but I wasn't sure uh, if everybody was doing their own voices and stuff, so... Um, to look it up real quick, but what are you guys? Uh, I mean, what are you looking forward to on, on that What If series? Uh, dude, I honestly, I think the the Captain Carter thing just has me like so captivated. Um, because I think there is no other character more deserving than Peggy Carter to be in a superhero role like that, and what she could have really done with and also just you know uh knowing that the future is female dude and having a a superhero another female superhero to just kind of fill that void a little bit even though it's it's been better as of late but still having like another female a strong female character like that i think would have been fantastic to have um so that's pretty cool and i think isn't steve rogers in that like mech suit too I think obviously, oh, the skinny, the, the the skinny. Uh... But it's like, yeah, it's like the skinny Steve Rogers. But I think he's like the pilot of the that mech suit that she's flying on. Uh, I saw that, dude. So yeah, bro. Everybody, Josh Brolin, Dominic Cooper, the Howard Stark from like, except Robert Downey Jr. Well, I don't. Is he not playing it? No. Let me see. He is, but there are other actors uh, um, playing Tony Stark in the same series. It's funny because Star-Lord is actually voiced by Chadwick Boseman, dude. So he did the voice work before he passed away, I guess. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, oh, man, look, this is the best one out of all of them, dude. We got Korg. We got Taika Waititi playing Korg. No way. Yeah. Yeah, man. Hey, man. We're going to be part of it, man. What? Are we part of the revolution? (laughs) That's dope, dude. That's crazy. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Hammer pulled you off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the best line of the whole movie, dude. Seriously, I like if you like notice the little things that he says. Like, uh, how about this trident? He goes, "Oh, it's uh, probably not very helpful unless uh, you have three vampires all lined up." And yeah, <laughs> <laughs> or, uh, or like all standing close together or something like that. This is funny, dude. Dude, I think. Well, uh, speaking of vampires, I think it was pretty interesting that, and we'll, I guess we'll talk about it a little bit more. I don't know if this is like the segue into Loki, but. The fact that Mobius brought up uh, vampires, vampires in yeah. the last episode, too, I think was pretty dope, dude, that they're kind of making this... Because we know that Blade is coming, right? Like, uh, Mahershala Ali is going to be 
Blade in the new MCU Blade movie. Uh, so the fact that they're even now like putting in more seeds to like the whole vampire thing is pretty dope. That yeah, man, that, that movie like they announced like two years ago or something, and there's still nothing yeah, going dude. on. But I, I'm hoping that you know soon we'll get something out of that. So, but yeah, that is kind of cool. Like like you said, dude, Marvel does all everything so calculated. It's just sort of like they know exactly what they're doing. I think it's a good time to move over to Loki. To talk about the last episode of Loki. The, the most recent episode of Loki, which is episode five, which is called the the journey continues, was it? I believe the journey continues or something like uh, a mysterious journey, something like that. And I think it's based off of the a comic that is the first appearance of Loki and Thor, um, and uh, it was pretty cool to see that this this one had like so many Easter eggs in this episode, bro. But I mean, you're watching it, right, Uno? You're, you're keeping up to it. You're keeping up to date with it. I am, dude. Um, but there's no way that I caught any of the Easter eggs because I watch it while I'm running. And like half the time, I hate the show. But it's not that I hate the show. It's that I hate that I'm running. <laughs> so, so I like don't pay attention as much as I should. But um, I did like... Can we talk about the show? Yeah, yeah dude, do it. Let's talk about it, bro. Spoilers! I did wah, like wah, wah, how, wah. Um, <laughs> Just giving everyone a like, ample time to leave in case they don't want uh, spoilers for Loki. I did. I I like thoroughly enjoyed um, watching like Loki um, gather all the Infinity Stones and then bring in Darth Vader and bring in Hannibal Lecter and bring in Atticus Finch. You know. And then just attack. Okay, just kidding. Um, <laughs> that Atticus Finch. <laughs> that Atticus Finch. I'm always going with this. <laughs> no, but I did like how uh, Loki had to interact with other Lokis. To me, that was hilarious, dude. And I like that he had to interact with another Tom Hiddleston Loki. Um, and I look forward to seeing more of that. Dude, I, I again, I think this show. One of the things that have been in full display of. Marvel's strengths uh, again is like their ability to put characters that have like legit genuine chemistry together and dude like um when you have like Loki and Sylvie on screen it's like freaking magnetic dude like they like I ship them so hard dude like I want them to just have like a little Loki baby that's what uh, I was doing I was like dude I hope they have a Loki baby they have to have like, a- and, and so I I'm, I mean I don't know what that with that, like, what does that even mean? Like a Loki with another Loki, because they're they're the same person, right? So like, but they're very they're different though. They're the same, but, but would different. They, would they make like like right? You can't say that him him and alligator Loki are the same. They're, 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 they're the same but different. You know what I mean? Like, it's, but they're, they're still Lokis though. I mean, but, doesn't but that count for something? I don't know. Well, that but, would but be that would be what would you call a Nexus event, right? Having two Lokis birth another Loki. Well, I mean, I think that's what we're the kind of alluding to, right? When uh, when it was the um, yes, uh, Lamentus, uh, I think it was the episode. It was called Lamentus mm-hmm. or whatever, or the one after that, um, where you know they kind of got into that moment where they were like, like almost like falling in love with each other, and then that's kind of what built made that branch kind of come off of the timeline, and that's how they found them. Uh, so I think they're. You know, they're again. I think they're just doing such a great job of like bringing these characters who have such amazing chemistry, and, and it's just like a uh, 
like a, a shout out to the characters themselves. Like Tom Hiddleston, obviously, is a freaking dude. I have such a deep admiration for like Tom Hiddleston now. Like, not that I didn't like him before, but he's such a freaking charming guy, dude. Like, he's such a charming character uh, that you just like have to love him, dude. Uh, if you didn't already, like, this show is definitely going to change that. Um, but then, uh, I forget what her name is, something DeMartino. Uh, she's Sophia, pretty amazing. Sophia, Sophia DeMartino, De she's pretty amazing too. Uh, and then, like, the, like, I honestly believe the friendship between, uh, Mobius and Loki, like, Owen Wilson, uh, is that Owen Wilson? What? Yeah, right? Yeah. I forget, the, yeah. I forget the Wilson brothers. No, yeah, it's uh, Owen, it's Owen Wilson. Owen Wilson and, and Tom Hiddleston, like, have great chemistry together too. So, like, everybody, I feel like, that, that's just one of the things that they've done so well. Uh, you know, we were talking about this with Elizabeth Olsen and uh, Paul Bettany, uh, you know, Sebastian Stan and Anthony Mackie. Like, all these, like, duos, these characters that they're putting together have such great chemistry, and this is, like, no different. And I think this one is just kind of uh, continues to strengthen that within, like, the MCU, the fact that these characters have had such incredible chemistry together. One of my favorite parts of this episode, honestly, was Loki kind of like having enough of himself right. <laughs> and when he's watching all the Lokis betray each other like oh no I betrayed you and I'm like oh and I betrayed you they're like just kind of betraying each other and they're like they're just like havoc everyone's fighting and you can see in his face he's like oh, this is me man like oh my god like you, it's funny it's cool as well it's funny but it's also cool to see that he's already has already changed he's already been there's 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 this you know, character development in him now, where he's not the same person. We've reached the point where, got to remember when this when this the show started, he was the Loki after the Avengers, which is full on villain, and and he didn't have to go through other things that we've seen Loki go through, you know, in these other movies. Starting with I think Dark World, where is he starting to kind of have that change in him, right, to start being this antihero. And then you see him go through uh, Ragnarok and ultimately Infinity War. So we know that he changes and does a selfless act by uh, um, trying to save his brother. But we don't get to, he didn't get to live through that, but he got to see what he could be, I think. And especially by not being alone. And I like that he figured out that he does all these things because he did, like I think the previous episode before that, he realized he did these things because he wanted attention, you know? He wanted not to, he wanted to be loved, pretty much, right? Mm -hmm. So it's kind of cool to, to see that when he's tired of all these Lokis doing, back, you know, backstabbing each other, you can tell he's kind of like over it already. He's like, oh, it's over it. It's like, not me, you know? He's not going to do that kind of stuff anymore. I hope not. They better not do a twist where he does or something. But yeah. I'm, I'm thinking that he's beyond that already. So I thought that was, was one of my favorite episodes. Did you guys get to catch Throg? Do you guys no. know what I'm talking about, Throg? Uh -uh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the, Thor, the, the frog, the Thor. Thor. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He was inside the uh, jar, right? Yes, he's inside the jar. Don't be wrong. He was a frog, <laughs> Thor, dude. That's yeah, I saw that it was like T365 or something like that. And I guess that's like an allusion to Thor issue like 365. And that's where that version of like Thor. Uh, where he's a frog. Where, uh, where Loki turns him into a frog. Right. <laughs> It's crazy, yeah. The little things, dude. The one other one that I thought was funny that I, it's kind of cool that Marvel put in there was the Thanos copter, dude. Yeah, and I I saw that too, and I started looking it up, and apparently, freaking 
Thanos back in the day, like the 70s or whatever, was rolling around in his helicopter. That was like his best mode of transportation, dude, was riding around in a Thanos copter. I think the funniest part of that thing about him riding in a copter is not so much him riding in a copter, but that his name is on the copter. <laughs> right, that he had to write like a big, bold letter. <laughs> it's Thanos on his copter. Just throwing it down, dude. Yeah, for don't sure. Get, don't, don't make a mistake, bro. Yeah, Thanos dude. rolling deep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so no, here's another was... thing, and I didn't catch these. I know I've seen, I've looked up other people who are do the breakdowns and catches every little thing and stuff. Shut up, dude. We're supposed to be like the, we're supposed to take credit for all of them, dude. I know, sir. Yeah, that's right. That's right. We, we do, we do all that. We do all that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Trying to be real here, but um, dude, I think one of the things that was crazy was that that uh, I honestly didn't catch was the tower, the Avengers tower, and it says Kang. It says Kang on it, but it's spelled differently, but it says Kang on it. So this is a good moment right now to talk about who is the main villain. Is it Kang the Conqueror or is it someone else? And it just means, seems like, you know, I don't want to get all Mephisto'd on it, right? Like WandaVision, right? Everybody thought Mephisto was the actual villain and then no. And right. Are we going to get Mephisto'd on this one too? <laughs> Mephisto. <laughs> we get Mephisto'd? Yeah. Uh, or do you guys think it's going to be Kang the Conqueror? Dude, I think it's easier to to say that because we know that Kang is coming, right? Like, we know that he is I already... Mean, he's casted already, too. That he's casted already. We know that he's already set to, to appear in Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. Like, he's, like, the main villain of that of that movie. So it, it doesn't... Like, it's but, within the realm of possibility because we know that he's already going to be around, right? But it isn't um, crazy either that, that one of the time, the, the like, the middle timekeeper freaking looks like Jonathan Majors. Like, when the camera yeah. always <laughs> goes sure. up to him, it looks like Jonathan Majors. Like, it looks like him. So, I'm like, is it Jonathan Majors? I mean, well, not, is it Kang? Sorry, is... I mean, it's got to be, right? Like, the whole thing about that smoke monster, Alioth, is directly... Uh, related or directly linked to uh, freaking Kang the Conqueror. So the Ravona Renslayer too she's, in the comics is like her his girlfriend. Um, so there's yeah, like all the connections are pretty clear. And obviously, like we've been saying, like I, I feel like this is kind of the theme of this episode is that the MCU is very calculated and strategic when it comes to pinpointing all these different things so having kang on the side of that building isn't an accident i wouldn't think uh, other people were pointing out too that like there's that sphinx uh, uh there's a um a moment where you kind of where mobius is driving through and you see that like that sphinx and and the pyramid and stuff and that's another callback to uh, what is his name nathaniel richards uh who's kang when he came back uh as a pharaoh uh, and that's like in the comics, right? So like all these little things he used to like fly around in that freaking Sphinx was like a was a spaceship. Um, so like all those things are kind of like connecting to like hey, like Kang is here, I think. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna say yes, dude. Like I I feel like this would be the perfect opportunity to kind of point to Kang um, and just kind of let all of us know that that threat is like looming right that that is something that is going to be what is going to bring all these heroes back together uh which is to stop this soon 
I think it's just so like too much too, and and then that's what I'm afraid of, right? Like there are way too many direct links to to Kang, where they're gonna be like, not not yet. We're not gonna show it to you. Or, like it's making it too easy because you have all, everything that you just mentioned, and then also like we know that uh, in the comic books, Chronopolis, uh, a place where Kang is at, he collects all these other you know um, items from from time. And then we see, in, in the comics, you actually see a pyramid, a sphinx, a stone edge. And then in this episode, you see pyramid, a sphinx, a stone edge. You see them there, too. So it's like, dude, it's like King, you know? It's like King the Conqueror is part of it. So I don't know. It just, after what happened with WandaVision, where you all thought that Doctor Strange was going to come out, and we all thought that, uh, you know, Mephisto is the main villain. And then... Uh, you, you kinda... Fantastic Four, we're gonna be confirmed, dude. <laughs> oh well, that's another thing too, I right? We also <clears throat> go ahead. Go ahead. Know, but we we also mentioned like it, it was after the whole. I don't know about this whole Kang the Conqueror thing. Like I dig it, and I think it'd be cool. But I'm gonna take Kevin Feige at his word, and he said like that he didn't want anything major, uh, movie any major movie related things to happen on the TV shows because he didn't want the broader audience to miss out on things because they didn't watch the TV shows. So that's the only thing that I'm like, eh, I don't know. Like, you know, I don't think, I don't think it's going to be Kang. If it's not Kang, I don't know who it is going to be though. I don't know either too. I mean, that's, well, there's that other Jay, what was that other one you were mentioning earlier? So there was, there's another theory out there that uh, it could also be, uh, is I think it's the one who remains, or um, it's some other. I forget what the the actual name of that character is, but it's essentially just like a uh, like this ancient entity or being uh, that kind of creates you know the timekeepers at the end of time, and essentially where Loki is now is described as like the end of time, right? Like this is kind of where everyone who gets pruned ends up uh, uh ends up being and it's just a place like kind of like a like a uh like almost like a purgatory or reservoir of all these other variants who just don't have anywhere else to go or can't go anywhere else um so uh so that's been out there too they've been kind of trying to lead us towards that uh of this person this kind of like ancient being who uh, is at the you know uh, uh who created the TVA or created like the the, the um, what do they call them? like the timekeepers and, mm-hmm. and all that stuff? So uh, it can also be that character again. One of the things that we're also talking about that's I think a little bit out there. Uh, we were talking about this what if series, um, and it's being narrated or kind of like curated, I guess, too by the Watcher, um, and he's the one just kind of like walking us through all these different scenarios. Um, so I've heard that, that that could also be a scenario too, where it's just the watcher is really the one who's been kind of behind all of this stuff as he continues to observe all these different variants and, and time uh, timelines and uh, all this different stuff. So like there are other, there are other options and yeah, I, I, I you know, I would want to take Kevin Feige at his word too, but I just feel like there's too many connections happening here for like Kang that even if we don't see him you know even though like that's kind of where they're heading but if they just make somewhat of a even if it is this other like ancient character but if he's being kind of puppeteered by Kang I feel like they're kind of like going that direction too you know what I mean 
Which already, I, I feel like it's kind of like contradictory though, because uh, you know what what Uno said about you know major things not really happening in these TV shows that'll affect like movies. I feel like it, it's already happened though, because we've got the introduction of the Scarlet Witch and her her having the dark hold, and that leading us directly into. <clears throat> Strange and the multiverse of madness and that just kind of being like one of the things that is like a major factor in that movie i feel like that's already that's already like a major part of a movie that is going to come out so i don't know i feel like that that statement is a little contradictory now introducing freaking captain america the new captain america in one of these tv shows obviously is going to affect movies coming up in the future um, you know, people who haven't seen that that show, and all of a sudden they're going to see a new Captain America movie, and it's you know Anthony Mackie and not Chris Evans. Obviously, it's already affecting the movies. So I feel like we can kind of put that to rest a little bit because that statement has kind of been contradicted already, been debunked. <laughs> I hope you're right. You know what's crazy though? I think the one thing that damn that, right I'm right. The one thing for sure that was 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 revealing in this episode is the fact that you got you know um, you got Loki and then you got these different variants and you have these different Lokis from different timelines, right? And they they weren't all Tom Hiddleston. Like there was one that that was, but you know they had Richard Grant playing classic Loki. How awesome is Richard Grant though, too, dude? Richard Grant in this episode was amazing, dude. Yeah, and he's like a, it's crazy that he's doing like nerd stuff too. He did Rise of the Skywalker and now he's doing Marvel stuff. It's awesome. Anyways, tangent. But. And the fact that he like wore a comic accurate. Costume, yes, dude. Yes. Like homeboy. Dude. And the most surprising part about his, his appearance and playing classic Loki was he ended up being a hero at the end. Mm-hmm. And classic Loki is meant to, or, or is literally like the most evil of all the other Lokis. Or the most bad guy of all the other ones. He ends up saving Loki and, and Sylvie. So it's like, that was super cool. But where I'm going with this is that you got Richard Grant playing Loki. You got Kid Loki. You got freaking Alligator. You got a, a boastful Loki. Croaky. <laughs> it's an shout alligator, out. not a crocodile, dude. I'm sorry. Hey, shout out to Heavy Spoilers for <laughs> uh, that video today. <laughs> Who came up with Croaky? Croaky. So we got um, all these different you know variations, right? So... Um, Dude, it kind of almost like confirms this. These well, I don't know about confirms, but these rumors about Spider-Man: Far From Home and having these different Peter Parkers, and you're gonna have these different ones from the multiverse, right? You're gonna have different ones, so that's pretty crazy, dude. That's like almost confirming the fact that we're gonna have, you know, uh, Tobey Maguire and uh, uh, Andrew Garfield, um, all coming along as the different Peter Parkers in this new movie. So that's going to be pretty pretty dope. So I can't wait. Yeah, man. Awesome. I mean, we've already seen it happen in Spider-Verse, right? Like all these different variations of Peter Parker. Uh, we even got freaking Peter Parker uh, and uh, Penny Parker and all that. So I think that's pretty cool, yeah, that they're bringing in all these different variations of all these different characters uh, all playing on these like different dimensions and timelines and stuff. Uh, yeah, it's it's pretty sick. It's wild, dude. It's pretty wild, man. So can't wait, dude. Uh, yeah, we're gonna have to have a, a big discussion next week on the final episode. What we thought, what are the ramifications, what's gonna happen. We definitely have to talk about that next week. So, so just to kind of take the temperature of the room. I know at this point it's like we either like it or we don't. But 
how are you guys feeling about this show? Are you guys like digging it, or is it just kind of like a meh? We we do tears here, right? So where do you guys put this show uh, in terms of tears? So when I was by myself without you guys, I was kind of talking about this whole Loki thing about how it's great, but it, it it's not the phenomenon that WandaVision was. Uh, I think just because of expectations. Um, but I think that it's still pretty amazing because you, you get, you're going to get, and we've had, five episodes of Tom Hilson. Like you said, he's freaking amazing, dude. He's just so awesome, bro. He's just, you know, I don't think, you know, everybody thinks that, uh, and to some degree, Marvel does have everything kind of, you know, planned out. But I don't know if they actually had Loki becoming the, the uh, uh, um, an audience favorite. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't know if they actually expected that Tom Hiddleston will help people actually want more of Loki and turning him into an anti-hero. I think that became organic as he he played the character, as he just people loved his portrayal of Loki. And I think that just speaks to the power of, of, uh, of the writing, but also of Tom Hiddleston being able to put out uh, uh, a performance where people loved his version of Loki and he ended up being in, you know, an anti-hero. So, yo, homeboy was going to be Thor, dude. Yeah. Like, he, he, well, he, he wanted to be Thor. Thor. Yeah. That is wild, dude. But again, and I need to watch it again because I need to get her name right, but it's like the casting director for Marvel who's kind of orchestrated all that we've seen. Like, dude, homegirl better be making like billions of dollars, dude. Like <laughs> they better be giving her like half of everything. Because I think if it wasn't for her being great at her job, like, the MCU would not be what it is now, dude. Like, because all these other characters or actors have been going for different parts. And, you know, uh, this, this, because I think she was, there was also something that said, like, Chadwick Boseman was supposed to be Drax, right? Like, he would, he didn't even go for Wait, what? Really? Yeah. He wanted to be Drax, not freaking uh, Black Panther. And she just kind of held held that dude, you know, just kind of in her back Drax? pocket. Yeah, Drax. Like, Drax. <laughs> as in Guardians of the Galaxy. As in Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah. Um, that was the part that he actually auditioned for. That's crazy. Uh, and, you know. We literally have a what if in real life. Yeah, dude, which is, like, <laughs> literally every single character. With the exception of probably Robert Downey Jr., who was, like, uh, I think well, they wrote that part for him, I'm sure. Um, but, but like every, everybody else though was like, I think Chris Pratt wanted to be Captain America. Um, Chris Evans wanted to be the Black Panther. I'm just kidding. Um, no, but like all these other characters, all these other actors wanted to be like different characters. But I, again, just speaks to the strength of the, of Marvel and the MCU of just being able to like perfectly cast each one of their characters and Tom Hiddleston is no difference, dude. Like Tom Hiddleston is, like, the. It, I think, you know, is this is this pretty egregious to say that like Tom Hiddleston is to Loki what Robert Downey Jr. is to Iron Man? Like, no other character could have played that, or could play that character. I don't. I don't know, man. I, to play Loki. Yeah, or is Loki enough? Has Loki made enough of an impact to like make that statement true or impactful? Yeah, I don't know. Dang. 
uh, once you see these people, like, how can you imagine anyone else? You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, can't imagine anyone else playing Iron Man. Like, serious. So I, I, go- I googled, <laughs> I googled real quick, who auditioned for, who else auditioned for Iron Man? So check this out. This is what I found. Timothy Oliphant. Yeah. What about I, the? That's not shit. too bad. I mean, what for about a, the sheriff? Right. I mean that's not that's not too bad. Like I could see that. Uh, in the same list are people who auditioned for for Captain America too. Garrett Hedlund auditioned for Captain America. He's the guy from Tron. All right. So. Yeah. Okay. Guess. Dude, how about this one? Sam Rockwell. <laughs> oh shoot! <laughs> for Captain America. For no no for I'm sorry for uh, Iron Man. Oh, for Iron Man. Mm-hmm. Could have been. Dude, that's awesome. He was Justin Hammer, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. In fact, right here it says, uh, before that, Sam Rockwell was a top contender for the Joker in Christopher Nolan's The Dark Knight. Oh, mm-hmm. dang. Interesting, huh? Did, uh, did you know Sebastian Stan also auditioned for Captain America? Yeah. I didn't know that one. Interesting. I didn't see that. Hugh Jackman. What? The role of Tony Stark was initially offered to Hugh Jackman, but he turned it down because the scheduling of a whole new superhero franchise would have clashed with his commitments to the X-Men as Wolverine. Dang. What? I don't know, man. I can't. I don't know if I can picture him as... It wouldn't uh, have worked, dude. It wouldn't have worked. We would not be- We would not have been able to see Iron Man. We would always see Wolverine. Wolverine, yeah, for sure. Yeah, that would have that, uh, yeah, been a tough sell, dude, for sure. No, but again, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think that's been one of the the strengths of. I don't think so far we've had any casting news that we've been like, dang, they should have picked this guy or oh, they should have picked that guy. I think everything has just been so perfectly cast. How about uh, how about Chris Pratt for Captain America? Yeah, yeah dude. Actually, he actually screen tested for it, and um, for Star Lord, Joseph Joseph uh, Gordon Levitt actually. Uh, was considered for that role. Oh, shit. Didn't say he, he auditioned, but it looks like he was considered for it. Bro, oh my God, this is awesome right here, bro. This is awesome right here. For Tony Stark, the one and only Nicolas Cage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for, he auditioned for it? The producers of Iron Man considered Nicolas, Nicolas Cage for the uh, title role. He had uh, previously played Johnny Blaze. Uh, we know that. Uh that's all. I guess he was just considered. So I don't, we don't know if he actually did audition for it. So can you imagine? Can you imagine? Dude, that would have been incredible. Guys, yeah, Scott Eastwood for Captain America. That's like nobody. <laughs> Poor Scott Eastwood. I'm just saying. He's like... Poor Scott Eastwood. I could see that. He's got the face. Maybe, you know, he could have been also for um, John Walker. I think I would have yeah. preferred him for John Walker, to be honest. Yeah, I think so, too. Dude, Leonardo DiCaprio. When Iron Man was first in development, the producers considered Leonardo DiCaprio for the role of Tony Stark. We wouldn't have ever seen Tony Stark. We'd always see Leo. <laughs> yeah, I think he's too... I think he would have been too big, dude. Yeah, yeah I think so, too. big too. for the role. Yeah. Too, too much. Channing Tatum actually was considered for uh, Captain America. Fool's, fool's ears are too big. <laughs> they have to CGI them out or something. Dude, Tom Cruise uh, for Iron Man? Yeah, that's a famous one. Is it really? 
It literally said right here. Apparently, reports of how Tom Cruise came to play Tony Stark have been exaggerated. He's rumored to have been next to Robert Downey Jr. on the shortlist. So, I don't know. Yeah. It looks like there's deep fake videos of Tom Cruise doing the Tony Stark part. Dude, there it is. I'm telling you, like, yeah, like you said, what if in real life, dude? Right. They should just do. They should just do a whole series of these, like deep faking all of these <laughs> actors in all of these different roles. This, was, this was crazy. I did, I know that he auditioned for it, but I didn't know that he was the first choice. But apparently, Marvel's first choice for the role of Captain America was John Krasinski, which is crazy, right? Like I. I I would not have imagined him being the first. Although he's a legit action star, but I didn't wouldn't have thought because he was still doing the office. Um, mm-hmm. So, but yeah, he was the first consideration for Captain America. Crazy, huh? crazy. Wow. All right, guys, let's uh, let's uh, change gears real quick. Let's talk about this new movie that's coming out tomorrow. Finally, a Marvel movie in the theaters. What? Really? We got Marvel. We got Marvel. We got Black Widow coming out tomorrow, guys. <laughs> what? What? Really? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, bro. It's like I feel like, dude, I, we're living in this new uh, era where there's like, I, I haven't even considered going back to a movie theater, to be honest with you. So I don't know if um, Black Widow will be the first one that get me back to the theater. Spoiler: It's not. But, um, <laughs> but. Yeah, we're having, you know, a, a new Marvel movie in theaters, bro. So, Black Widow, guys. I mean, any of you guys going? You guys interested? Has your level of interest changed? Dude, I think that I read somewhere that this is, uh, it's it, it's beating, like, any other movie, I guess, that's come out of late for, like, early ticket sales um, on, like, Fandango or something like that, or I forgot what. So I don't know what that actually means. I don't know if it's like ten people is more than like the nine that went to go see Fast and Furious in the theater or whatever. But I mean, everything's different post COVID though too. You know, like anything could be a record now because we haven't had mm-hmm. movies in a in a whole year. So I mean, I don't know. I, 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 what I do know is that the reviews that came out were pretty. Most of it were were positive. So you know what I mean? Like so. It, it, Excuse me. It seems like it's good. It seems like it's a, a legit action movie. Um, most of the reviews that I was reading was the fact that Yelena something. What's her name? Yeah. Yelena something. Bolova. Bolova, right? She is Mel- melanoma. Melanoma. Uh, no, I forgot what her name is. Ye- Yelena Bodega. She <laughs> is. Uh, um, Yelena in the Heights. <laughs> Uh, Yelena Usnavi. Yeah. <laughs> Yelena Dizes and Mero. Uh, I, I don't got another one after that. <laughs> no, come on. Hey, uh, so, uh, yeah, it, it looks like Florence Pugh is the one that's still... Yelena Sons and Six. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like Yelena... Yelena? Yel, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yelena, uh, or actually Florence Pugh is the one that steals the movie, so uh, that's... Yelena down right now? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, dude. So, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it, dude. I, I am gonna watch it. You're late to class again. <laughs> you're late now, or yeah. 
Oh, you guys are dumb. So I'm going to watch it. I'm going to probably do the premiere. Yeah, access. so that's a good one. So is Black Widow Yelay nah or Yelay yeah? Or Yelay no. <laughs> I'm going to say Yelay nah. Uh, I don't know if this is going to be one of those. Uh, I don't think this is going to be the first time I go to the theater. I just. Not to say anything against like Black Widow. I just. I think given. If it would have been normal times, obviously I would have gone to like see this in the theater, but. Um, I don't think we're just like we're just not ready to go back to the theater yet, and and I don't think this is like an Avengers level movie that would maybe make that happen. Um, but I am interested to see it. Um, I don't know if paying like thirty bucks for like premiere access, if I'm like willing to do that either. But you'd have me do it. <laughs> well, I didn't want to say that. Shut up, bro. Damn, man. Um, God dang it, dude. <laughs> At least pitch in, dude. But <laughs> I think this, like, uh, I am excited to see this, and and I am looking forward to see how it kind of fits into all, like, all these new movies, like the actual movies, because I feel like everything so far that we've seen in on like on the TV side. Oh, well, I guess maybe with the ex- well, no, even even then. Like, everything has to do with, like, these Nexus events, timelines, and even, like, changes within the MCU, right? Like, instituting, like, a brand new Captain America. That's pretty huge. Like, and it's, like, monumental just for the current timeline that we're in, seeing, like, a brand new iteration of, like, a hero that we have. But, like, I don't see how any of these movies are going to fit into that. Like, Black Widow, Shang-Chi, those two in particular, like... Yeah, there is some, like, mystical stuff going on in Shang-Chi, but I don't know how that's going to fit in within, like, timeline stuff um, and all that. So, and Black Widow even less, right? Like, it just seems so grounded, and it seems like just, like, a full-on, like, action movie that I don't know how it's going to fit into what we've seen so far in, like, Phase 4, right? Because we've been in Phase 4 with all these TV shows. Like, how does that all kind of connect to that? Um, and how no, no, do no. all these threads kind of link together? So I know we've been—I mean, we've been having a lot of timeline stuff. I don't think everything is going to be just based on that timeline or you know multiverse type stories because you're like I don't know how Shang Chi is going to work. Maybe it is. We don't know. Maybe there is kind yeah, of some we, kind of connection exactly. to it. Um, and we still have the Eternals coming out later this year. It's like uh, it's just—I think Black Widow more than anything is going to set up you know the shows going forward here, like. Um, uh, what is this? Uh, what's his name? Jeremy Renner's show. Uh, Hawkeye. Sorry. Oh, Hawkeye. Uh, Hawkeye and then even She-Hulk because we saw Abomination on there and we saw, um, we obviously uh, know that there's some connection with Hawkeye and Black Widow. So I'm assuming there's going to be some connection there too. So um, yeah, I just think it's going to just kind of open up the doors for that. And, uh, I'm, you know, I'm honestly looking forward to it. This is one of the movies I've even said before where I was kind of like, eh, it's okay, I'm not super excited about it. I might not be super excited about it now, but I'm just kind of happy there's Marvel back in the theater. So um, I'm happy that that's going to come out, you know, tomorrow. So I- I'm I'm pumped about it. So I'm, I'm, I'm cool. Just give it to me. Yeah, yeah and, and I hope that it does just kind of put, like, the perfect end cap to... Scarlett Johansson's run as Black Widow uh, to give us a little more closure, I guess, for her character and her portrayal of it. 
Um, and also just kind of passing the baton on, like, because I feel like that's been, like, the general consensus is, like, you know, this is our introduction of, like, uh, Florence Pugh into the MCU and, like, her just kind of taking in, taking on the mantle of, like, Black Widow. But I did kind of hear this cool theory uh, that she's actually going to be part of, like, the Dark Avengers or whatever, or, like, this other, like, the Thunderbolts or whatever it's called, like, this this team that they're putting together that would include, you know, John Walker uh, as the U.S. agent, her, and even Abomination, too. Um, so I think that's pretty cool if they're kind of setting that up, too, of, like, all these characters that are going to be, like, like on the, the this, like... Uh, uh, Dark Avengers, I guess, uh, and how then how that's going to come into play later on. And so I guess that is pretty cool if like we start thinking about how all of these characters are now going to like intermingle with each other from like the TV shows and the movies yeah. to form like even like these other teams. Um, you know, that could be the big bad that we see too. It's not so much just like this like cosmic you know threat, but it could also be like these like this other team of like similarly powered uh superheroes and how they have to kind of like figure out how to fight them too uh, yeah i think would be pretty interesting would be pretty dope uh, i guess we'll find out tomorrow see what the cuts with the closing credits are and see if they you know tie it with maybe what you're what you're saying you know so who knows we'll, we'll have to wait till tomorrow so let's jump into the pick of the week pick of the week one of our listeners was telling me since i did the pick of the week uh, last week without you that he found himself uh, doing the J part. <laughs> so that was pretty cool. Wait, Uno, you seem kind of like confused. Where did you? Yeah, because nobody asked me about. Like I was waiting my turn to get my Black oh, Widow shoot. question. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I'm so sorry, bro. That's like you're like sitting quietly over there, bro. <laughs> All right, let's let's rewind. Okay, that was my rewinding. Uh, Uno. Are you looking forward to Black Widow, bro, or what? Dude, you know who would be a cool Captain America? I think maybe, like, Charlie Hunman could have pulled that off. <laughs> yeah. I think we passed And that. then, as far as, like, as far as, like, Tony Hawk, I kind of feel like Christian Bale. Dude, Tony, 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 Hawk. Tony, Tony Hawk? <laughs> Tony Hawk? <laughs> Tony Stark? I feel like Christian Bale could have pulled it off. Oh, yeah, I yeah. could see that. Skating around. Christian Bale. Christian he played Bale a famous... Billionaire, millionaire. Is yeah. Bruce Wayne considered a billionaire? Um, Anyways, go ahead. Uh, we, okay, so Black Widow, dude. Um, it's a tragedy. Like it's hell yeah. What was the question? <laughs> <laughs> ah, are you looking forward to Black Widow or not? Are you gonna go watch that mess? I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I, I was quoting Chappelle, by the way. <laughs> hell yeah, it was a tragedy. What was the question? <laughs> um. <clears throat> Uh, the problem with Black Widow is that honestly, it's like inconsequential. Like, who cares what happens in this movie? At the end, we know what how her story ends. So I just feel like there's nothing like there's no consequence to this movie. That's the problem with it. So not that excited about it, but I will watch it um, because I do want to see like the Taskmaster and Taskmaster in action. Um, I do think, uh, you know, um, I want to see David Harbour as the Red Guardian, and I'm, you know, I want to see Florence Pug, you know, 
George Pug. Pew. Yeah, I want to see if Florence Florence Pug take the the mantle. That's terrible. You're funny, bro. All right, man. That's that hot fire take right there. (laughs) (laughs) Florence Pug. Anything else, bro? Anything else on Black Widow? That's it? That's all you want to say? Just yeah, yeah, David Harbour. Harbauer. 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 Yeah. <laughs> How about the other... Uh, There's a U in there. Rachel Weisey? Not Rachel Weisey. Weisey? All right. Uh, time for Pick of the Week this time, for reals. Pick of the Week. Pick of the Week. Okay. You're not going to yell at this time? Nah, you can, dude. You can do it twice. You can do it twice. All right. I do pick of the week, guys. This is the segment where we pick out what our favorite uh, shows are uh, streaming or in movies or anything that we pick for you guys to go and check out. So uh, we'll start with you, Uno. Uno, do you have a pick of the week? Yeah, my pick of the week is UFC 264. Let's watch Conor McGregor get handled by Dustin the Diamond Poirier. Louisiana Lafayette in the house, ladies and gentlemen. Dang. <laughs> Hot take. I don't dude. remember we ever had a, a pick of the week. Was it it doesn't fight. matter, dude. It doesn't <laughs> matter. It's that big. <laughs> Let's do it. I'm kind of looking That's forward amazing. to it, too. Dude, hey. I didn't realize Conor's it was this promise- weekend. Connor's promising he's going to put that dude on a stretcher, dude, in a body bag. Put him in a body bag, dude. That's what he's saying. He's channeling. Also, also, uh, uh, Stephen Wonderboy Thompson, Captain America in real life. (laughs) (laughs) It's more like John Walker. But let's go. Let's go. Lenny Donovan is a real Captain America. All right. Is that that your pick of the week? I'll move on to Jay. Jay, what is your pick of the week? Bro, as always, I come with the fra- the family friendly picks because that is essentially what my life is is consumed with is finding things that I can watch with Hazel. Um, so one of the things that we found is actually the Mysterious Benedict Society on Disney Plus. Uh, if you guys haven't watched that, it's a freaking amazing show. It's like if Wes Anderson made a Goonies movie. Like this is what it, what that would be like. Or like a Goonies show, I guess. Um, and it's all these like peculiarly uh, powered kids uh, who have <laughs> <laughs> different, <laughs> okay, who have For, different like skills and whatnot. But uh, Uno, uh, Uno just shared his screen on Zoom and is showing us Dustin Poirier. I know, Stephen. No, no, dude, the Stephen Stephen Thompson. Wonder Boy Thompson. My dude. bad, my bad. It's the Thompson. real, the real Captain America. The real Captain America, dude. <laughs> Boom. All right, Jay, you were saying. How's, 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 like, homeboy, like, buff, but, like, still has, like, a belly? Like, that just looks weird. Like, he kind of, like, hunches over and he still has, like. Bro, he can't be all perfect, though, dude. I guess, dude. It just looks weird. It's before the steroids. It's like, be buff or not, dude. Choose one. Choose one. Hey, you can't be both at the same time. You can't be uno. I wish I could choose. <laughs> can't choose, dude. Uh, but yeah, the Mysterious Benedict Society on Disney Plus. If uh, uh, if you guys have a have a moment, I don't, I don't know why, that. bro. But first of all, Constance just oh, she's incredible. She's dude. the she's awesome, dude. Just you think she brings nothing to the table, but nope, she brings something. But her dude, her whole character, that's what she brings. Bro, her character is the best, bro. I don't know why, but I also I don't know why, but I love the 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 kid who plays Rainy. Yeah, Rainy's dope, dude. His facial expressions are the best, dude. Like, I love his... Yeah. He's just, just his voice is, like, awesome. It's so calming and soothing. He, he has, is, like, such a level head. I'd be like, I'll follow you. He's the best, follow bro. Him. He's the best. I mean, the cast is awesome. Tony Hale. 
Uh, you have uh, Kristen Shaw as number two. I, she's awesome in this, dude. Mm-hmm. And speaking of Charlie Hunnam, I... dude, we have a, a another Sons of Anarchy uh, uh, alum, alum. Yeah, that's how you say it. Alum. Uh, alum. Uh, on the show, which is, uh, um, oh my God, I forgot his name. Um, is it Garrett Hedlund? Or no, that's not his name. Uh, the the guy who plays, um, oh my goodness, I can't believe I forgot his name. His best friend in Sons of Anarchy. Oh my God. Why did I forget his name? I don't know what his name is, but that guy's it's a big guy. It's Milligan. He's talking about, he's talking about Opie. Milligan. Uh, no. Yeah, Opie. Opie. But the, the, the actor who plays Opie on that. Superman. No, he was in Return of the No Return of the Titans. Yeah, I don't know. Right? But e- either way, that dude's dope. Uh-huh. All yeah, all the characters. Ryan in, Hurst. Ryan. Ryan Hurst. Hurst, bro. So he's in this too. He's great in this too. Yeah. So this show is, is just awesome. It's it's dope. Like I mentioned, it's it kind of has like that Wes Anderson whimsy to it. And um, and then, uh, but it kind of has like that kid adventure feel of it too. So that's my pick. If you guys have, there's three episodes out right now. I'm assuming a new one comes out tomorrow. Uh, if you guys listen to this uh, on a Friday, then there's probably a new episode of it uh, released then. But it is, it's pretty dope. Uh, I really like it. It's a dope show. Sweet dude, that's awesome. Mysterious Benedict Society. Yeah, it's actually really good, dude. It, uh, I really, I'm enjoying it, so um, I still need to finish the last one right now, so I, I was watching it before we started, but yeah, it's good. I love the, the, the cast is pretty great, so I uh, I concur. So I have a recommendation, guys. On HBO Max, there's a show called Warrior, and the interesting part about this show is that it was actually a passion project of Bruce Lee, the real Bruce Lee, bro. He actually wrote notes about starting a show about this character and uh his daughter found these notes years after he died and they started producing the show so basically it's a chinese immigrant coming to uh post-civil war san francisco and about him and his uh search for his sister his entanglements with um the tongs of the um that era the chinese gangsters around the time so it's very Bruce Lee inspired. The guy fights like Bruce Lee. It's pretty awesome, dude. So there's a lot of uh, sexual content. So if you have kids around, make sure they're in bed. But uh, other than that, yes. <laughs> Check it out on HBO Max, Warrior. It's my oh, pick of the week, guys. <laughs> this fool. Not on your head. Oh, Not on shoot. your head, bro. Oh, my gosh. That's amazing. So, yeah, dude. That's what's up. That's what's up, guys. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode of the Beta Report. So happy that Wait. my, my Beta uh-huh. Bros are here. What's I up? was wrong. I was wrong. What? I was wrong. I was wrong. Guys, what? I was wrong. What? 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 Dude, that was totally... We need uh, to watch Black Widow. We hold absolutely on, on, need on. to watch Black Widow. Wait, wait, wait. Let's go back really quick. All right. Thanks, everybody, for coming through. <laughs> 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 Is that Stone Cold Steve Austin's music? It happened every time. Go ahead. What were you saying? Dude, we need to watch Black Widow. Why is that? Because we need to answer the question, what happened in Budapest? Mm. Oh, is that, is that going to be answered in this movie? 
It's got to be answered, dude. If not now, when? <laughs> now when, right? Never. It's always going to be a mystery. So it's uh, something between. No, it's, we got to watch it. Something That's between true. Hawkeye and Black Widow. So yeah, we, we, I'm going to watch it. So we'll see what happens. But. Which means I'm going to watch it too. Sure. <laughs> Thank you everybody for joining us on this episode of the Beta Report. I'm so happy that my Beta Bros were able to be here today, and hopefully they'll be here next week. We'll have another episode, mostly talking about the new or last final episode of Loki, our Black Widow review. Uh, Jay uh, auditioning for uh, the Wolverine. Look at that. Yeah, Look at that here. Look at that. Lovely. So we'll be back next week. Please don't forget to uh, visit our, our uh, social media sites at The Beta Reporters where you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And uh, check out our website, thebetareport.com, for all our older archived shows. Uh, you can see our old blogs. Maybe one day Jay's going to put up a new blog. That'd be great. That's a great idea. That would be good. You need to put some there. Anyways, until next week, I am the con. This is Jay. Really, you know? This is you. Already know who I am. And for the not taking anybody's nonsense. Oh, for oh, so incredible. Every time I'm in the mic. Uno, uno, uno. It is beautiful. Till next week, this is the baby. Later. Bye.